Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. (laughs) Yes, yes, no. From the Dave Campbell Texas Football Panic Room, in an undisclosed location, it is Texas Football Today, a show that's surviving the quarantine. Thriving, I would even say. Yeah, I would say we're doing pretty well. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here uh, in my house, sitting over there with her last place ribbon, is the Duchess of the Dorks. Happy birthday oh. to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear Pickle. Oh, man, we're doing the whole thing. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Yeah. Thank you. It is actually Ladies and my gentlemen, it's today. the Ashley Pickle birthday spectacular. <laughs> He's Happy not lying birthday. this time. Thank you. You've done this before, but today is my actual day of birth. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh you should this is true a couple of weeks ago i mentioned something about your birthday and you said yeah but you don't know when it is and then i zipped my lip because you had told me your birthday like three or four months ago like you just let it slip i you know what we had to book flights and so i needed your birthday to Mm -hmm. book flights and so on my calendar just made a little note. Well, so nice. I have your birthday. I have Dave Campbell's birthday. I think I have Poochie's birthday. I think I have Step's birthday on there. Ish is super secretive about his birthday. Yeah, I figured that he would not like anything said about his birthday. Shahan's birthday was a couple of weeks ago. I told him happy birthday. I found yeah. out your Facebook. That was I did not I have knew. that on my calendar. Yeah, that was the only oh, one okay. I knew. But yeah, yeah thank um, you. anyway, happy birthday. Very good singing. And <laughs> and I should also say, because I'm because now now that I'm a parent, I feel like I should say happy birthday to uh, to Trisha and Lance, because it's a it's it's, it's as just big as a day for them. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so 
Uh, happy birthday to the Duchess of the Dorks. Do we have first fourth through the door? John Neal commented, what are you, like 19? No. <laughs> um, Rob Hadaway, Ed, Daniel Agnew, and Tony. Welcome in, guys. Hi, guys. Uh, today is Wednesday, believe it or not. And and by the way, it is getting increasingly more difficult for me to, uh, to, to, to do one this. Day. Mm-hmm. Right. Normally, normally, I don't have to write it down. Uh, I have made sure to write it down every time. Today is Wednesday, March 25th, 2020. 246 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 928. 928, the number of home runs per nine innings that Charlie Huff allowed in what year was this? This was in, oh no, for his career. 0. 0.928. Mm. 0. 0.928 home runs per nine innings. Uh, Charlie Huff. That is a. That's an insane legit, set, like stat. Player. Like. Yeah. Baseball under baseball under really one home run per nine innings. Oh, baseball reference is a unbelievable. Um unbelievable. So they used to have a thing on baseball reference where um you could sponsor a individual player page mm-hmm. and um just have a banner that said whatever you wanted. Or if you had a company you could, you know, do that. And um it was it's it's like meet not metered i guess that's probably the way to do it but it's 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 graduated in the sense that if you wanted the babe ruth page right you're gonna need to pay a lot of money to oh, sponsor yeah. that page right but if you want there are so many baseball players mm-hmm. that if you want just some spare baseball player you can sponsor it for like 15 bucks for the year and so that is why a couple of years ago I sponsored um, the Tim Spooniebarger uh, oh baseball reference page. Um, a, of course, a 6'3", 190-pound right-handed pitcher um, who played th- two years for Atlanta and one year for the Marlins. Um, and I did it so that I could make a Simpsons joke in the banner. It's true. You would. I that said, ah. The- oh, most Greg Tepper story I have ever heard. <laughs> it's very on brand. I believe it said, Oi, I see you've played Knifey Spoony Bogger before. <laughs> anyway, that's a joke for about six people. Six but people. <laughs> I found it extremely funny. Okay, on today's show, guys, uh, we have uh, this week in Cruton. We talked with Greg Powers, an excellent athlete, a little bit earlier. Uh, I had a great conversation with him. A lot of big news in the recruiting world uh, that we get to and kind of break down. Um, so we will have that coming up in just a moment. And then back half of the program, we had, uh, this was on Monday. I talked with the head coach at Crandall, coach Joe Dale Carey, and, um, talked with him about, uh, not only what's going on right now, but also about his pirates who had, uh, their, their first 10 win season in a long, long time. And so, um, had a, had a great conversation uh, with coach Carey. We will hear from him coming up here at the back half of the program. Um, in the comments, make sure you tell Ashley Pickle, happy birthday. That is your homework assignment for today. <laughs> there have been a lot of them. Thank okay. you, guys. <laughs> we had a lot of uh, fun talking with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete uh, for our weekly visit uh, for This Week in Recruiting. Here is Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete This Week in Recruiting. I'm texting both today. Greg Tepper, that's Greg Powers, and this is This Week in Recruiting. Greg Powers, the Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. Powers, how are you holding up? 
Great. How are you guys doing? You know, can't complain. I mean, I can, but what good would it do? Um, so not good. We're just chugging along, but uh, but I'll tell you that uh, even with a global pandemic going on, and even with kind of a a new dead period, uh, or at least a you know a, a kind of a pause in the recruiting uh, world, sure seems like there's a lot going on. Thank goodness for recruiting because it gives us uh, football fans something to pay attention to every day. Absolutely. Well, we'll, we'll start. Of course, your piece up on TexasFootball.com uh, is uh, this week in recruiting. A lot to get to. We will start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise is we're going to Highland Park, uh, the Dallas area. 2021 linebacker Patrick Turner has added a handful of new offers, an in-state offer from UTSA, another FBS offer from Navy, as well as a pair of big-time FCS offers in Furman and Penn. Uh, this was a guy that I know you saw at the Next Level Athlete Top 100 Showcase in Dallas, uh, and you came away pretty impressed. Well, I, I'm i thankful that recruiting has really starting to take off for Patrick Turner because he's a student athlete who really deserves it. Um, he's put up numbers and had really big games on the field the past two seasons at Highland Park, but his recruitment isn't one of those that really spiked at an early age, he's one who had to continue to work hard and bide his time uh, to earn each and every one of these offers. So when that happens, you're really happy to see uh, some of that hard work start to pay off for student athletes like this because he is a well-rounded player and and in the classroom he's well-rounded as well, as you can tell by these Ivy League offers. Uh, he's a big-frame linebacker who had to prove that he could move and run, and he did that at the Next Level Athlete Camp. You can see him going through these drills and he's very nimble for a guy who's up in that 220, 230 pound range. Uh, he can take the thumping in the middle in the, of the field uh, against ball carriers, and he can pursue pretty well for being a bigger frame linebacker. So uh, great to see things happening for Patrick Turner. Uh, is it fair to, to say that, that he definitely profiles as, as kind of an inside guy? Uh, it seems like with his frame, it, it, he would be a guy that, that you would probably put more on the inside, right? Yeah, I love the way he reads through traffic. He uses his hands extremely well to uh, to get off of blocks, and he has that frame that can take a pounding. He's also one of the best two-sport athletes in the entire state because he's a tremendous baseball player. He has P5 offers in baseball, uh, so he's going to have a decision to make at some point down the road what sport or if he wants to play two sports once he arrives on the college scene. Um, let's move on to our commit of the week. We're heading down to Houston. You know, it, it was really big news, obviously, when Ed Oliver uh, stayed home to uh, play at the University of Houston. Of course, a big-time prospect deciding to stay uh, at the University of Houston. That was a big deal. Uh, I'm certainly not going to compare Clear Lake 2021 cornerback Mark Wilson to, to Ed Oliver. I think that's probably uh, a little bit over <laughs> the top. But, but what I will say is, it kind of feels like that same thing where this is a big time defender. This is a big time prospect in the state uh, in the class of 2021, but clear like 2021 cornerback Mark Wilson is staying home. He's committed to the Cougs. And this feels like a really big get for Dana Holgerson. It really is. And, it, and what better way to start off uh, your recruiting class than 
securing uh, a Houston area kid uh, to be commit number one and get the ball rolling on what's going to probably be a, a decent class for the Cougars. You know, you can't compare him to Ed Oliver, but Mark Wilson is a stud. He's a guy at six foot, six foot one, 170 pounds, who plays safety for that Clear Lake team uh, that has shown that he loves to come downhill and, and be a solid tackler. Uh, he can defend the pass. I kind of like his most upside as a cornerback at the next level, even though he's played safety the last couple seasons at Clear Lake. He's the guy that they need to put in the middle of their defense to pursue the football uh, most commonly on Friday night. But you can see what he brings to the table with his agility, athleticism, and speed in the return game. And you saw that on the first few clips of his highlight reel as, as I've been talking about his skill set. He's a guy who has that uh, little bit of edge, too. You know, he's a guy who loves to man up one-on-one if he gets that situation. And he's shown some of that one-on-one ability at times on tape when he's able to been able to defend the slot-wide receivers who are generally uh, quicker and faster type of players. Uh, we're talking with Greg Powers, the next level athlete here on in uh, the Texas football today. This week in recruiting, get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF today. Mark Wilson, a, a huge get for Dana Holgerson. This this feels like a class maker there uh, from from the jump, and and, and I feel like uh, a really really good job of, of making sure that he stays at home. We're going to move to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week, back up to the DFW Metroplex, Frisco Liberty 2022 wide receiver Evan Stewart. Uh, starting to get hot. Uh, he's already be- coming into this. He already had offers from places like Baylor, uh, North Texas, Kansas, and Hawaii. This week, he picked up a trio, uh, rather four big offers, Texas, Auburn, Florida, Oklahoma. Another guy that you came away really impressed with at the next level athlete, uh, Texas Top 100 Showcase uh, in Dallas. Seems like Frisco Liberty 2022 wide receiver Evan Stewart starting to take off. Well, you could say that his recruitment went national this week. Texas got the ball rolling on that uh, with a big in-state offer, and then you saw a couple of big-time SEC programs come in and then cap it off with an offer from Oklahoma, which has been in the college football playoffs over the last couple of seasons. So you're looking at a list now for Evan Stewart that includes some of the best schools in the country. I think he's up to around 10 offers right now, but he's one of those guys uh, now that he's rated four stars nationally by 24-7 sports and um, starting to get some shine from the national media on his offer list that will really explode. And I think that you'll see some more major programs come calling for Evan Stewart. He's probably going to remind some folks in Crisco of Marvin Mims because he's in that six-foot, 160-pound range, and he's a mismatch nightmare. He can move across the field into different formations and uh, provide a mismatch, whether he's in the slot or matched up on the outside with the corner and one-on-one situation. Uh, So he's going to be a huge weapon for Frisco Liberty, who looks to really probably kind of change their team around with a recruit like him on its roster. Yeah, this is a a team in Frisco Liberty that that obviously struggled last year, just one and nine. Uh, but, you know, this is a really young team last year. It sounds like they're going to have a ton of starters back. Evan Stewart, 52 catches, 820 yards, and seven touchdowns uh, last year on a team that, that you know, struggled a little bit. And I think when you put up those kinds of numbers, you know, uh, especially for a team that, that maybe isn't putting it together in the win column, 
that that strikes me as even more impressive that he found a way to shine even though his team uh, struggled a little bit. Certainly, and if they can put together a solid run game to go with um, him him at receiver, I think that they're going to be able to score some points and be able to compete with more teams within their own district. Certainly. Finally, let's wrap it up with uh, our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week is Dallas Skyline wide receiver Quay Darius Davis. You can just call him Quay. Uh, but he yep. is the number 11 uh, prospect in Dave Campbell's Texas football's uh, t- uh, 2021 rankings. You can find it at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. He's a, a former Texas commit. He's named his top six. His top six, SMU, Texas, Florida, LSU, Oklahoma State, and USC. Uh, that removes teams like Alabama and Texas A&M, uh, adding in LSU, Oklahoma State, and SMU, and, and and you kind of mentioned in our in your piece on TexasFootball.com uh, that there's reason to believe that SMU may have a bit of an inside track on, on the number 11 prospect in the state of Texas. Yeah, uh, he has a great relationship with former Dallas Skyline wide receiver Rashad Samples, the son of Reginald Samples, who's the head coach at Duncanville, who's one of the state's best up-and-coming uh, recruiters and college football coaches he's a young football coach who's made his mark at texas before moving on to smu so rashad samples is definitely a coach that uh you should be paying attention to on the recruiting trail but let's get to quay darius davis i mean this is a guy who i've had a whole lot of fun covering his recruitment so far he was a one-time texas commitment who released the top five back in december has already edited that top five now into a top six and changed some schools on that list He's also uh, very confident in his skill set, not really afraid to tell it like it is. And and those are the recruits who I really like to follow because he's not holding a lot back. He likes to keep you informed of the process. And, you know, sometimes recruiting can be a process that's hard to keep up with. It's hard to keep up with for young gentlemen who are uh, going through it because the interest from some schools can ebb and flow at times. It's, it's, a process that can be filled with anxiety because you have top programs who really want you on their team and they put that full court press on you. Well, Quay Darius Davis is the type of kid who has the attitude that he can handle that type of pressure because he likes to be honest about what's going on. And and as someone who follows recruiting very closely, that can be a a breath of fresh air. Uh, So I really like following Quay Darius Davis and, and certainly there'll be some more updates along the way as he comes down the wire to make a decision on which top program will get his signature. Uh, One school I am paying attention to on that list is LSU. That seems to be an offer that he was really interested in at the time it was made. I think that he would fit into that offense really well. And it's in the SEC, which has had some teams come and go from his list. I know he was at one time committed to Texas, so he was committed to a Big 12 school. But the the LSU Tigers coming off of that national championship, I think, is a team that you should pay attention to for right now. Uh, Greg Powers, the next level athlete, uh, one last question for you. And this is a question both for the audience, because I think there's some interest in this, but also for me as your editor uh, at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, uh, which is you put together the super team for the, uh, the Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, you also put together the, the top 300. Uh, I'm interested, uh, I'm interested, and I think people may be interested, where are you in this process right now? Your deadline, you didn't bust deadline, you're fine. But 
as far as the process of narrowing all those things down, where, where would you say you are in the process? We have 23 days left before deadline. As a matter of fact, I do have it on my calendar. I know exactly, I know exactly where we're at with uh, turning in the content for the magazine, just to keep everybody in the loop. Uh, first team super team is actually knocked out. So as a team at next level athlete, uh, we really work hard to make sure that we get that hammered out early. We have an idea of how we attack that process every year. And now after we cement the first team, we go on to the second and third teams, which also appear in the magazine. And I have to tell you, the position that was the toughest to pick for the super team this year is undoubtedly the quarterback position. Because you, you really have a grouping of about 10 quarterbacks in the state this year who deserve mention. And there are, are four or five of them who were seriously considered for that first spot on the super team. So that is a hotly contested group this year. And I can give you maybe some players to keep an eye on uh, that could finish in that running. And they are Caden Salter, Cedar Hill, Demetrius Davis, North Shore, Garrett Nussmeyer, Flower Mound Marcus, Baron Morton, Eastland. And you can just keep rattling a few more of these names off because those aren't the only guys who are under consideration. Which one of them gets named to the first team? Um, that's a matter of opinion. I mean, you could even go into the private school ranks and talk about SMU commit Preston Stone. I don't know if a private school quarterback has ever been named to the first team before, but he's certainly a player who deserves mention when you're talking about the top quarterback. He is Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. Uh, Powers, stay safe. Wash your hands. Uh, I'm digging the facial hair, buddy. And uh, we'll do this again <laughs> next week. Let's do it. There he is, Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Joins us every Wednesday here on Texas Football Today for This Week in Recruiting. Find his fine work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting, which you can get the most of if you become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. How about that? Can we tell a quick Powers story real fast? So we have our our company – wide meetings every Monday and this Monday we decided to do it on Zoom and so everyone's on and we're sitting there and we're kind of started the meeting at this point and all of a sudden here comes Powers feed he's got obviously the new facial hair going on and then he's wearing a cowboy hat and he's like right up next to the camera I laughed so hard it it was the best intro to a meeting I've ever seen (laughs) I have a screen let me see if I can oh I can't share the screen oh can I I don't know if I can. I'm not smart enough to do that. Anyway, I do have a screenshot. I'll tweet it of, yeah, of hours with, with that. So, anyway, uh, we're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook, Talking Football and Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. Of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll just get to Coach Kerry. We had a great conversation. By we, I mean me. I had a great conversation with uh, Coach Joe Dale Carey uh, of the Crandall Pirates. Not only a fantastic 2019 season and a very promising 2020 season as they move up to 5A, but mm-hmm. um, interested in kind of getting his perspective on what's going on right now. Uh, you know, from a, a you know a smaller town, kind of a one horse town there 
in, in Crandall. And so we had a great conversation with Coach. Uh, here is our conversation with Joe Dale Carey of Crandall around Texas football today. Strange times for everybody uh, around uh, the state and around the world, uh, especially for Texas high school football coaches. Uh, uh, but uh, the grind never stops, and we are joined uh, by the head coach of the Crandall Pirates. We're joined by Coach Joe Dale Carey. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Good to see you. Good. It's good to see you. First and foremost, the most important thing, how are you and your family? How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing great. We're doing, we're doing fine. Um, we just got off spring break. We – uh, well, we stayed at home and uh, just kind of hung out around Crandall and didn't do a whole lot. And uh, we're all doing very well. Good. Well, that, that's that's of course the the most important thing. You know, uh, obviously, you know, you're you're a, you're a husband and you're a father, but you're also a, a football coach, and and you're an important part of a lot of kids' lives. Uh, I'm interested in how you are connecting with your guys how you are what 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 you've been telling your your, your players and, and your athletes during this strange time well you know the the kids are are seeing seeing things on the news or hearing things from different places so i think um i think we as coaches can be a a, a source of strength and a source of hope and a source of positivity and um so you know just we, we talk to our kids all the time. I'm, I'm no different than any other coach that talks to our kids about, you know, responding to things the right way and, um, you know, controlling what you can and um, not worrying about, you know, the things that happen. So this is something none of us have ever experienced. Uh, you know, none of us have ever been through anything like this. So there's, there's no, there's no, there's no book that tells us what to do. So, um, you know, just staying in contact with them, um, whether it's just, you know, group text with a bunch of them, um, you know, doing Zoom videos or through social media, um, you know, just using all the different ways of communication um, just to make sure they know that we're here. And um, if they need anything, um, we're certainly here. You know, a few of them have parents that are still working. So, um, you know, if they need a meal or if they need just to talk or, um, anything like that, you know, so just staying in, 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 in touch with them and um, making sure they know we're here and, um, you know, just being a source of, of, of positive for them right now in some, in some unsure times. Uh, you know, you mentioned one thing, you said the, uh, the, the meal thing, and that, that struck me because we were talking before we, we started uh, on the air, and, and that is that what, about what you're doing right now. Can you tell people what, what, where you are right now? Well, I am, I'm actually um, up at one of our campuses here in Crandall at our Compass Academy. Um, is kind of our command post, I guess, for um, our meals and supplies that we're about to roll out to families. So um, Crandall started today um, making meals available to those families that, that need them. Um, and then tomorrow, um, there's a few coaches, including myself, that are going to be driving some buses and uh, we're going to load meals and supplies on some buses and drive around the, the district to, to different locations to make sure that we get them delivered. So um, we've got coaches driving buses. We'll have counselors, um, other administrators that are going to um, – we'll probably, you know, be four to five on a bus, and we'll, we'll practice our social distancing skills. And, uh, but we're going to go out in the community and make sure kids know that we're here and we're here to support them. Um, we're talking with Joe Dale Carey, the head coach of the Crandall Pirates here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Um, obviously, th there are bigger things than football right now. Uh, sure. But at the same time, you are a football coach. 
Um, have you have you given your kids guidance on 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 what to do as far as football skills are concerned, staying in shape and and, and nutrition stuff? Have you have you uh, advised them on that as well? Yeah, sure. Yes. So we we just got off spring break. Our spring break was last week. So um, as a as a coaching staff, we we agreed to let them have spring break, um, have a little have a little downtime, and um, you know eat, eat a little junk food and, and be lazy and. Um, but we, we did communicate over the weekend, and, and we really started today with um, some different at-home workouts, um, trying to get them back into a routine as far as um, getting out of bed and, and eating right, getting a good breakfast. Um, teachers are starting to roll out some online lessons, and so just encouraging our kids to stay on top of their classwork, um, helping out around the house, doing what they can to help their parents. Um, some of them have younger siblings at home that they've got to, you know, do some babysitting. So um, just different ways to, I guess, make it as normal as possible. Um, but we have talked about, you know, staying in shape um, for when we do get to come back to school. And, and um, hopefully some of our, our spring sports might be able to, to get something done this year. But um, stay in shape, stay on top of their studies. Um, their classwork, um, and you know, and try to try to create some good habits while we're away. I want to talk to you uh, briefly about your your 2019 Pirates. It was a, a remarkable year for you guys. Uh, the first 10 win season there in Crandall since 2001, um, and you guys, uh, you know, looked the part. I, I'll be honest. I remember. I'll go back to. And I, I hate to bring up a sore subject. I go back to week one, and I remember like that score of Tyler Chapel Hill. Tyler Chapel Hill. Uh, beat you guys in, in week one. And I remember thinking, oh, man, it, it may not be the year for the Pirates. Uh, I, I'm, I'm interested from your perspective, when did you know this was a team that could really make some noise and make some history there in Crandall? You know, uh, it was really after that game. Um, we we uh, we evaluated some things. Um, obviously, after you get beat like that, um, you've got to take a look at, at some things. And um, we challenged our kids. And – and, and I'll tell you, Greg, we, we had some good football players. We had some talent. But um, I, will, I will tell you, one of, the, one of the reasons for our success this year was just the character of our team, um, the, the leadership that we had. And um, we just had a very resilient group of kids that they, they refused to, to let, you know, week one define who they were. So the following week, we were going to Kaufman. Um, to play a team that, that Crandall had not beat in 13 years. And um, so we challenged our kids, and um, we responded and, and went over and beat Kaufman um, pretty soundly in week two. So um, I think it was after that game that, that I felt like our, our, our team had a chance to do something, um, do something with, with our season. So they, they responded very well to the, to the week one. How do you think when you take a look a little bit forward to your to your 2020 squad? How do you feel like maybe your 2020 team will be different from your 2019 squad? Well, number one, we're moving up to 5A, so um, that's going to be a change just um, in in our opponents and who we're playing. Um, so that that's that's a big that's a big step for us here in Crandall. Um, we were looking forward to having spring football. Our kids were really excited about it, and um, obviously that's probably not going to happen. So. Um, you know we're we're going to be we're going to be different just as far as personnel wise. Um, we've got several back on offense. Um, we did we did graduate a quarterback. 
um, graduated um, a really good receiver, um, but got most of our offensive line back. So offensively, um, probably very similar to, to what we were in 2019. Um, defensively, we'll be a little different. I think we've got five starters coming back from that team. But, um, you know, as far as our scheme and, and, and what we do, probably not very different. Um, but, you know, maybe how we do it and just I think the way we think about game planning um, in the 5A in the 5A world will be a little different when you when you look at, at our district. Well, and, you know, you brought it up, the, the move to 5A to, to 8 5A Division II. Um, I guess what do you make of your district and perhaps more importantly, who at the UIL did you make mad? <laughs> yeah, right, no doubt. <laughs> um, well, um, I don't know who I made mad, but, um, you know, looking at our district, um, it, it's – there's definitely not going to be a week off. So you look at Ennis, I think um, they're probably the, the preseason favorite with what they have coming back from a, a really good team, um, especially with, with the quarterback and, and Drake. Um, you know, Corsicana, but you look at Roy City and what they did last year, and they've got the, the uh, electric receivers that they've got coming back. Um, you know, Forney, North Forney, Sulphur Springs, Greenville, um, there, there's, there's not going to be a week off in our district. So, um, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Our kids are excited about it, but, um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a huge challenge for us every week. He's Joe Dale Carey. He's the head coach of the Crandall Pirates. And, uh, today he's a chef or at least, a, I guess, a, a, a more, a, I guess a, a waiter maybe. Yeah. I, I, a gopher, I guess, uh, just <laughs> go for this and go for that. Um, so. Um, just kind of getting ready for for tomorrow when we roll everything out. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on a fantastic 2019, and uh, stay safe, and, and we'll be talking soon. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate what you guys are doing. Thank you. There is Joe Dale Carey, the head coach of the Crandall Pirates, uh, joining us here on Texas Football Today. Had a great conversation with him. Um, and yeah, uh, out there and, and, uh, talking with coaches, they are not that coach Kerry is not alone in, um, in, in doing, doing his part as far as helping the school districts, uh, donate money or I'm sorry, uh, um, feed kids. Cause you know, I think that's one thing that, that I think people are, are, are really realizing is, um, and maybe it's because my wife's a teacher and my mom works in schools and stuff like that. But a lot of those kids, uh, school is not just school. Like you and I were both blessed uh, to grow up where we weren't worrying where our next meal was going to come from. Right. Right. But for a lot of these kids who are on free and reduced lunch um, and, and get breakfast there and things like that, this is, you know, that's, that's it, schools are not just schools. Schools are really important. And obviously uh, Texas high school football coaches are, are educators first and foremost. And so uh, a lot of these coaches are out there doing their part to, to make sure kids get, uh, Kids get fed and things like that. So appreciate appreciate Coach uh, Carey for hopping on with me on that was on Monday Monday morning. So yeah, appreciate it. Okay. And uh, now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Really don't have much. Didn't didn't get much to work with today. Nothing. Meese mm, brought up. Uh, no, 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 no. You're telling me that there's not like a cohesive theme of like what people are commenting in, in, in there. Well, here. Uh, me says, what celebrities do you share a birthday with? Do you know that answer? Oh, that's right. 
me? Yeah. Um, I, I know I share a birthday with um, with Derek Jeter. Um, June 26th, famous birthdays. My birthday is June 26th, by the way. Um, let's see. Ariana Grande. That's a big um, one. Oh, wow. Um, both Nick Offerman and Aubrey Plaza, both from um, uh, Parks and Rec, <laughs> as well as um, uh, noted quarterback and nothing else, Michael Vick. <laughs> um, Iman Schubert, um, yeah, Iman Sh- Schumpert from the NBA, uh, Jason Schwartzman from a number of, of films. Oh, you know who I share a birthday with? Who? I, I, that's awesome. I share a birthday with one of my, fa- I didn't know this, one of my very favorite directors. I share a birthday with Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, very cool. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson did, um, the master he did there will be blood mm. he did um magnolia which is great he did um he did boogie nights which is great uh yeah i did not know i've shared a birthday with uh paul thomas anderson so yeah, yeah. what about I you who else birthday is today mine yeah i've got elton john aretha franklin sarah jessica parker Ooh. big sean uh kyle lowry danica patrick the duchess of the dorks when it comes to uh nascar um mm-hmm. Yeah, those are some big ones. Okay. So, uh, happy birthday to you all. And to you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks to Joe Dale Carey and to Greg Powers for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.